0: Welcome to the Don't Suck at Sales Podcast. I'm your host, John Ziller.
1: And I'm your host, Miranda Martin. And this is Not Your Average Sales Podcast. We're going to teach you how to not sound like a corny telemarketer.
0: We're also going to teach you how not to be weird during the sales process.
1: And we're going to teach you how to turn that sucky sales found upside down.
0: We're also going to have some fun. So if you're ready to get into it,
1: let's get into it.
0: Welcome back, (laughs) y'all. Again, we're so excited about this part two. If you missed part one, just go back and listen to it. It'll be super helpful, especially kind of understanding this particular episode. But what we're really doing is in that first episode, we're talking about the idea of like, you are the stimulus that creates the response. And the only way to be able to kind of present the price with purpose is to really understand what their purpose is first. And so in that first episode, really what we were doing is we were just understanding the purpose. We were digging in pretty deep, asking a bunch of questions to kind of find out why this type of coverage would be important, what it would mean for Miranda and Trent and the children, like how impactful it could be. So in that way, we could take that information and turn around and tie it right into the price so please do us a favor go back and listen to just the part yeah. one
1: yeah so right now what we're going to be focusing on specifically is presenting the prices how to lead into that so before it was kind of like drumming up the emotion finding the pain right because if there is no pain this is just another bill and then during this episode we are going to just finalize just putting the money down on the table yeah proverbial table so let's get to it
0: <laughs> all right Welcome back. We're part two, Mer. I wish we could hear the music, you know, so it could kind of like maybe put us in in a little bit of a mood, you know, as we transition. But this is part two, right? And during this part two, what we're going to just kind of like finish up, right, is that just kind of explaining the price with a purpose, right? And so that's kind of what we did on the first part of it is just really dig in, Mer. And, and we had some notes here, just kind of some of the things that we were able to dig out. Between you and Trent and if God forbid, what were to happen. And again, I just have to go back to this, buddy. Like I think that it is, I really do think that if you're like, so here's the way to kind of look at this is that there are two different types of buyers, right? Miranda, you have a logical buyer and you have an emotional buyer. And what we're doing right here in this kind of part of it is we were digging into your why we were digging into your purpose. We were digging into the emotion. You have a logical buyer and you have an emotional buyer. And if we can kind of to tie the emotion in with the logic that's where we're going to be able to help out so many more people but As you go throughout the rest of the process and you're not going to really tap too much into their emotion, you're going to kind of do some fact finding where we find facts and we ask, you know, more questions, but it's not going to be tapping into the emotion. So there's an emotional pendulum if you kind of think of it that way. Right. And so as we're going through that and it's really hard to act like for people to answer some of those questions, what would happen if God forbid you didn't make it home? If God forbid you didn't make it home, how would the situation play out for your family as it stands today? They're only going to be okay for a little bit, right? We talked about two years. After that two-year period of time, what would happen? Where would they go? What would they do? Having to truly kind of walk that pain, like having to walk that pain for their family. Does that make sense? And so after we're done with that, the emotional pendulum is kind of swinging back here, right? Because we're up at a peak as we're really getting into the thick of that stuff. So as we're getting back to the price of it, because the price is going to be kind of like the all-time low in the emotional pendulum, right? But as we get back into the price, we want to try to trigger some of those memories from the previous conversation that we had about what would happen to their family. And so that's why we want to pull that emotion from the conversation earlier and tie it into the money. Am I kind of making sense here? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, um, and that's exactly what we would do. And I want to make sure that like, we're going to talk about some of this other stuff too. And in, in the podcast to come on um, Miranda, like how many aha moments did you have and where you realized that like, gosh, once I started telling them that we were going to take an application today, or once, once I got them to say yes to me seven times before I asked for the sale, how much easier it was to get the sale. Right, and then I, I got less and less of those overcoming objections of those. I want to think about it. I got less of those. I need to talk to my dog. I need to to pray mm-hmm. on. It. I need to, you know, talk to the the carrots outside. I, whatever it is that they, you know, pretend to kind of make up in those moments. But we get less and less of those, right? As we get a bunch of micro micro commitments along the way. So. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to present this idea. I'm going to tie into the emotion, and then I'm going to ask them if they like that idea before I present the price. It's so powerful if you do it this way. Is there anything that you kind of would add to that? And hey, we kind of match a little bit today, don't we?
1: Well, I'm in Florida where it's hot, and you're oh, yeah. in, that's the only difference. I don't <laughs> need to wear a big jacket.
0: <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we do kind of match. Um, I would just say that you know, I know I mentioned this on the the first part of this, but it's more or less having them agree with what they just told you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sometimes you'll get like, um, somebody that's not really like paying attention or thinking clearly. And you ask them if they agree with what they just said, and they're going to say no. (laughs) like hold on a second but if anything it wakes them up it rarely happens and when it does imagine if you kept talking to that person there's like a wall up you know so in addition to that you kind of see where where these people are at but almost a hundred percent of the time they do say when you do this they're gonna agree with everything that you just said
0: because it's their words it's not your words right what like what's the saying there like if you say it, it's subject to doubt, but if they say it, there's this undeniable like fact behind it. Right. And so try not to ever really put words in their mouth as you're heading down this path. That's why we pause. And like, even in the beginning, Murray, you're like, yeah, they'd be all right for a couple of years. Okay. Well, you know, after that couple year period of time, well, yeah, it would be terrible. All right. Well, what does terrible look like? I need to know my definition of terrible and your definition of terrible are two different terribles right? Like you're terrible is no Instacart.
1: <laughs> right? That it's is some... terrible. You've never seen me in a grocery store. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So it's just like, we don't know what their definitions are. And like flag football could be a really big thing for the kids that, you know, you, you guys, whatever, do together. So there's, but moving into an apartment, like that could be absolutely, that could be such a triggering word for you. Right. Or it could be such a triggering word for a family because they work so hard so that their kids didn't have to grow up in the environment that they grew up in. And if you just say apartment, you don't really know that true meaning of it, but it could just mean something so different for that family. So different for that person because they could have that just like drastic PTSD. Like, no, I made a promise that my kids would never have to grow up in that environment. I made a promise that when I got them into private school that we would never take a step back in life. And you hear and you watch videos and TikToks and YouTubes of like, parents that work so hard to ensure that their kids never have to go go through what they went through. And so that's why we what we're doing is regurgitation. I'm just going to regurgitate everything that you just said to me so then that way You know, we can just make this process so much easier. So here's what I'm going to do. And
1: Um, and rookie mistake is without doing this, sometimes people will just go right into the plans without doing this, without getting the reconfirmation that the people like the idea. And that's where you lose a lot of them. Yeah. Because you think that everything's good to go. So you hop right in and next thing you know, they got to think about it. Yeah. Like this is such an important step to make sure that you don't have to deal with that later.
0: Exactly. It's so true. And again, we're going to get into so much of this and so much of the psychology. I feel like we're just giving you a lot of some of the basics right now. All right. So Miranda, and we're going to fast forward, obviously to this point. And again, we have her and Trent here. So all right, Miranda, I got kind of a couple ideas here that I put together, but I just want to make sure that you're okay with this idea first. Okay. Okay. So again, depending on the age, depending on what I'm presenting, you know, whatever, but obviously you're at the age that you're at. Your kids are at the age that you're at, whatever health-wise, you're probably going to qualify for your full mortgage amount. Let's just say hypothetically, Full mortgage amount is $200,000 and it's going to cost you, it doesn't even matter, 200 bucks a month. And then we're going to do maybe half mortgage of, no, in this scenario at your age, I'd probably do like, let's just say 200. You're going to do with return of premium, and then we're going to do 200 without return of premium, and that's going to be a hundred bucks a month. So we're going to do the full mortgage amount, okay? All right, so Miranda, I have a couple options here that I put together for you and Trent. And I just want to make sure that you guys are okay with this idea first, all right? Okay. And there's obviously some other stuff that I believe, you know, that this is a little bit more of a necessity and not necessarily a luxury, but I'm here today just to kind of cover the basics of this. So I just want to kind of cover, here's one idea that I have. And then if we can kind of get you approved for this, then I want to come back with kind of a completely different idea, okay? So here's option number one. Option number one, this is going to do do everything that we talked about. So option number one here is that this is just going to make sure that your family doesn't have just a couple years. This is going to make sure that it's not going to be, what'd you say, terrible, that you don't know how they're going to pay for the house You said that there probably wouldn't be any more private schools. There's no Instacart. You said no flag football, that they would have to move out of that home into an apartment, moving out of the area. So like, I really want you to think about that, right? It's like, not only, right, do they lose a parent, but now they're losing their home. Their home is like, it's that that's the safety net that's where you go when you're upset. That's where you go when you're sad. That's when you go when you're happy to celebrate to everything. Like your kids are going to be kind of ripped from that as well. And then if that wasn't bad enough, talked about their school, right? They're like, if they don't have the parent, like the circle of friends and their influence is going to be so important for to have those people to be able to lean on because the other parent is going to have to go and pick up an extra job to provide more income. And they're not going to be as present as much, right? Do you kind of see where I'm going with this? Mm -hmm. You just said there's just going to be so much change. And it sounds like you want to be able to avoid that to the best of your ability. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So with this option that I have right here, what that's going to do is it's going to at the bare bones minimum, just make sure that the roof that is over your family's head will always be the roof that's over your family's head as long as they so choose. So do you like that idea at the bare bones minimum? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, cool. So that's option number one, is it's just going to wipe out the entire mortgage. The really cool thing thing about this particular option is that um, if you live for the full 30 years, uh, what it will do is it has like a little return of premium at the end of it. So at the end of the 30 years, if you're still alive, you're going to get a check cut back to you in the amount of $84,000. And that option is $200 a month. Now, If you're like, hey, look, I know that I really need to kind of maximize the most coverage that I need to get for the smallest amount of dollar. We still have this option Now, this option as well. The second option, it's going to do everything that we just talked about. It is going to make sure that your kids can still kind of have the roof that's over their head. Still a good possibility for the private school, still a good possibility for Instacart and flag football that they're not going to have to move into an apartment. Again, they're not going to have to move out of the area. I know you said that that was really important to you this option. So it's not going to have that return of premium. It's still going to cover the mortgage in its entirety. But this option, again, no money coming back to you at the end of the 30 years. But at the bare bones minimum, it's going to make sure that the roof that's over your family's head will always be the roof that's over your family's head, as long as they so choose that option is only $100 a month. All right. So which idea do you like better? Do you like the idea of like, hey, no, I think it'd be really cool to be able to get all the money back at the end. If I'm still alive, it's kind of like a forced savings account or no, you know what, John, we need to kind of start with the bare bones minimum and just get us into that hundred dollar a month option. Which option do you like better?
1: I like the more economical one.
0: Okay. All right. Perfect. And now Miranda, I can't make any promises that I can get you the coverage. I can just promise to try my best. Okay. Perfect. Boom. Start the application. All right. So we're going to stop the role play right there. But any kind of takeaways that you would kind of jump in or add to that or anything that you would kind of like tie into that to kind of help solidify it a little bit?
1: Yeah. So you actually did two different like tie downs before going into the um, the options. You asked me, do I like it? And then you reconfirmed again. So you actually did it on the first one, I think twice. Um And then I was like, yeah, and then boom, right, and then offered up the second one, boom. And then at the very end, it was two options, an alternative of choice. And then it was like pause, right, because when you throw those options down the next person that talks loses right you know so that right there but it's important that I have a I already know you already know that I like the idea because I said I did yeah so once they say they like the idea now all of a sudden all you have to do is find something that's in budget for them but if they say they have to think about it
0: <laughs> exactly. I don't know why it's
1: not there it's too much
0: yeah and that's yep. that's exactly right and so it's like why not make sure that they like the idea of what's in your head first? Because if they don't like the idea of what's in your head, like you're showing the price isn't going to help you. <laughs> right? Like, it's just not like some people kind of race to get to the options. Like, I just want to get the price and be done with this because you know, whatever. And it's like, no, the price is the like the very last thing that I'm doing. I will continue to rapport build after I, I'm doing the application. I'll continue to chat and talk to them and communicate and all that stuff. But it's like, when you presented the price, like that's it. The presentation's done. And so, yeah, you're right. There was a couple of tie downs there, but I just want to solidify that you and I are 100% on the same page. Now, again, I don't know for you, like your and Trent's situation. I don't know what those triggering words were. So that's why I want to make sure that I cover them and recover them again to ensure that I'm trying to drag, bring in the emotion and the purpose. So now that price, has a purpose. like That's the most important thing that you do. Like, trust, and understand, as we said. And the purpose behind the plan. So I gave them the plan. I gave them the purpose. The purpose behind the plan gives them the ability to understand. And when they understand how you are going to impact their lives... They're going to feel so much better about doing business with you. And so, a lot
1: of times, John, they'll, you'll know the trigger because you'll be talking and like, you'll say something like, you know, you want to do something so you, that you don't end up um, with one of those pe- people with like a GoFundMe, you know, Facebook. And they go, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not going to be one of those people. You know, right. like jump in there and you'll know that that's it right there. So absolutely. Yep. I love it.
0: So, so true. So good. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the purpose behind the plan. Presenting the price with purpose. We absolutely love it. This is so, so, so important to your process. Start including it and we will see you on the next one. Bye, y'all.
1: Yeah. So if you want to yeah. turn your tails so, so. round, upside down, you got to stick with us,
0: man. You got to stick with us. This is fun. This is fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hit that the subscribe surface. button. Follow us. Click all the buttons on your screen that says you want to hear more. Outside of that, bye, y'all.
1: Bye.